Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. Get luxury, high-performance cosmetics that highlight your best features. For every purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help a woman thrive. Go to thrivecosmetics.com slash AMR for 15% off your first order. We're pleased to once again partner with Curex, the number one insole in the run specialty retail market, meaning in running stores, it's the top selling brand of insoles. It's no wonder. Curex insoles are highly customized and provide dynamic arch support. For 15% off, visit curex.us and use code AMR15. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to AMR Trains, a podcast focused on training and racing for endurance events. I am Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. Today, we are going naked. Not figuratively, but literally. Thankfully, uh, the awesome writer, Adrienne Martini, took one for the team when she ran the Bouncing Buns Clothing Optional 5K which was at the Sunny Rest Resort, a nudist resort in Palmerton, Pennsylvania in late August. She has put her clothes back on and she is ready to spill all the details. So welcome, Adrian. Oh, thanks, Tiffany. It's, it's good to be here and, and clothed. Uh, I'd like it to be known that my default is generally clothed. Like, uh, you know, I am not usually naked. It is not my favorite. So you yeah. Drive home from the 5K naked. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Uh, I should have because I was so sweaty. But um, no, I put my clothes back on. I toweled off as best I could and put my clothes on. All right. All right. So, um, so what prompted you to take on the bouncing buns clothing optional 5K? <laughs> I love that it's called the bouncing buns. Um, so, what prompted me was. Oh, gosh, like years ago, and I can't remember how many years ago, you might, for Tales from Another Mother Runner. Yes. I talked to a runner, um, Patty, I believe, um, who had done this exact same race. And talking to her about it, I was like, you know, that sounds oddly uh, fun is the wrong word, but it sounds like an experience to have had. Um, And the more she talked about it, and then, you know, we got in touch later on, and she kept inviting me to do it. But the problem was that it frequently, not frequently, it always fell on the same weekend that classes started where I live. Um, And there was an event that was always that night. um, So I couldn't do it because I had to be here for that event. Um, This year, you know, with everything being all up in the air, Um, the event wasn't happening. So I looked at the calendar again and went, you know what, if I'm going to do it, this is the year to do it. And everything's so weird and strange and life is upside down. Um, So I thought, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm going to pull the trigger. So I did. Nice. Well, and for the record, when I did the book tour for Tales from Another Mother Runner, I read that piece over Mm. and over again. Um, And now I'm talking to you who's done it. Like, I feel like I'm kind of like, I've done it. Get it closer, closer. (laughs) I don't think I ever, I have a hard time like skinny dipping in the dark. Like, you know, I'm sure we'll go through it, but it's weird because when you're, when everybody, 
when 90% of the people are naked, yeah. it feels rude not to be. Like, it's kind of like, I should also be naked. <laughs> I could do this. Okay. Yeah. So did you, did you do a test run at all, like before, like, um, you know, I don't know, head for a trail and you're you know, right. behind you to see how it felt? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so everybody suggested that I take a run on my treadmill, but I have no treadmill. Um, I tend to use the treadmill at the Y and they generally, A, they're not open right now, but B, you know, I can't be naked on the treadmill at the Y. Um, <laughs> And I do live in a neighborhood, so I decided my neighbors probably didn't need to see me running up and down the sidewalks um, in the altogether. Um, you know, I'm also on the county board, so I could just see that becoming a thing. Like, you know, county board member found naked running around her neighborhood. Like, you can see how this would go. Um, oh it could be so what I could be using an attack out against you. It really could. It really could. Yeah, this is who's representing you. Um, <laughs> And you can tell she's almost 50 and has had two babies. So, um, so I went to the race early. So when I got there, um, I kind of took everything off, put my running shoes on, pulled my hair back. Um, and I made a point when I was packing to not bring like a t-shirt or bottoms of any sort, but I did grab a running bra. Okay. Um, Cause I figured I'd give it a whirl, do a test run there. Um, and then if it was just kind of too much, I would slap a bra on. Um, and it wasn't so much the bouncing mm -hmm. when I did my test run, it was the sound. Um, and this is horrible <laughs> and you can, you can hear it even as I'm saying it. Yes. Um, the bouncing I could live with, um, but it was the sound of my breasts hitting each other that I was kind of like, yeah, I can't. I can't. I just can't. This will drive me absolutely berserk. Yeah. Um, so I put a bra on. Okay. All right. Well, that's yeah. fair enough. That's fair enough. And yeah. I love that you didn't bring running shorts. Like you, you were like, oh, I knew. Yeah. Going off the deep end there. Or I'm going into the deep end. Yeah. Even like tiptoe in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if I, if I give myself a crutch, I, I might use it. So I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. So, so like walk us through it. So you get there, you, you, mm -hmm clothes, you do your little test run. How do you um, register? Is everyone naked when you're registering? And, and right. you um, identify yourself because, you know, you don't have a pocket to put your license in, you right. put your bib. Right. So I got there. Yeah, I mean, the weirdness starts before you even get to where the registration table is um, because you're entering a private nudist colony. Um, uh, so you stop at a little guard shack and they take your license and take a picture of your, your um, uh, take your uh, license plate number. Okay. So then you're kind of registered and you go in uh, to this campground where there are, you know, it's, it's a campground where there are actually little houses built, but there's also trailers and tents. And, um, and as you're driving into it, you're like, wow, everyone's naked. You know, it's like, <laughs> your brain suddenly catches up and goes, oh, this is a lot of nudity. Um, and you know, there would be just like a, a guy out there walking the dog naked. Um, some folks who had camped the night before, um, getting ready for the day, making breakfast naked. Um, so it was kind of like, okay, so my whole perception now has, is shifting. Um, 
So I got there, parked the car, still fully clothed, went to the registration table and picked up my stuff. Um, and they do give you a bib and pins just in case, because it is clothing optional. Like you could choose to run it clothed. Most people don't, but you could make that choice. Okay. But then once you have your bib number, um, and a, a woman kind of grabbed me gently, not, you know, she kind of got me before I walked away. And she said, are you running clothed or not clothed? And I said, eh, not clothed. And so she then wrote my bib number on my leg um, in, a, in Sharpie, which, you know, it's been two weeks. I think I got most of it off, but that was some Sharpie. I got to tell you. That's a um, athlete move. Like then you wear it, it is. You know, for, for, with pride, you know, for the next. Yes. So you can just yes. be yeah, Iron Man on my own during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you do, like you do. Um, so, so yeah, so then I went back to the car, uh, decided it was time, opened one of the passenger doors so I could kind of, uh, I was worried more about bending over, like nobody needs to see that, nobody needs to see that. Um, like just general naked, fine, but you know, let's not get too in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and the guy who had parked next to me was doing the same thing, like just opened the door, stripped everything off, um, grabbed sunscreen, sunscreened all of everything, like everything, um, <laughs> uh, grabbed some body glide, lubed everything. Um, and let's see. So the guy in the truck next to me came over and he was naked. Um, and asked very politely if I would spray sunscreen on his back. So I, you know, did that. Uh, and we chit-chatted for a while. Um, let's see, took my little test run, went back, put a bra on, um, and, and then wandered kind of back to where the starting area was mm -hmm. um, and waited for the start and kind of took it all in because... Well, first off, it's pretty easy to socially be socially distant when everybody's naked. You're just kind of like, Meh, I'm good. Thanks. I have my bubble. <laughs> Please respect. Please. Please respect my bubble. And we all respected each other's bubbles. I had a, um, a gator just, you know, that I had up, but mm -hmm. people were pretty good about maintaining, maintaining distance. Okay. Um, and as I explained to somebody, it's like, I felt more objectified, you know, walking through the grocery store in a parka. Like I never once felt like I was being checked out. And I don't know, um, I don't know if that's simply because I'm past the age of being checked out, but like most of the, the folks there were, you know, um, of an age, there were some young people there and some fairly old people there too. Um, but it was, it was really interesting. Um, there were some women who chose to run in bottoms, but no top, top, but no bottoms, nothing at all. Um, there were of course barefoot runners because there are always barefoot runners. Um, <laughs> you know, some of the guys, and this is the thing that I did not, I still don't quite understand. And if somebody knows a guy who's into running naked, if you could let me know, um, that wearing a t-shirt, but no pants. Like, I'm like, huh, you know, of all the parts that you think you'd kind of want to gather up and, and hold in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I still don't quite get that one. That one. Well, what yeah. would you say 
is the uh, like okay first of all two questions about the crowd uh, right male to female ratio was it like 50 50 did you feel like what would you No, it was a lot of men um it was probably gosh 70 percent men 30 percent women okay and then yeah. well do you feel like did you talk to people like was it do you feel like yeah. first timers or did it feel like is it like a marathon maniacs thing where like you go and like run every naked 5k around the right so there are some people who are doing that because there are naked 5ks everywhere yeah. um and they move around the country you know, as you'd think based on weather um <laughs> so um and then there were you know i'd say half were first timers and half do this one race every year and are not generally into the nudist uh, lifestyle um but they do this race every year and i think there were at least probably 10 or 15 people there just because it was a 5k that was actually being run right now um and palmerton is in the poconos so you get a lot of folks from philadelphia and new jersey who come up okay um, and come down from new york so you know there were 115 runners um probably 10 or 15 were just like oh hey a 5k i'm gonna go run 5k oh i have to take my clothes off all oh, right i can do that too so you know but it is clothing optional um <laughs> there were a couple of naked kids who ran it with us um like you know eight nine ten i'm sure there was a parent somewhere but um but they were you know, eight nine ten year old they were around yeah um and there was a woman who kind of walked up to the start uh who was breastfeeding and clearly this was not her first her first rodeo because of the way she was holding a baby was just kind of like yeah all right you know here we go strolling up to the starting line um and when the start started she kind of popped the baby off handed it off to i'm assuming the father and and ran her her 5k nice. um so i you know it's a it's oddly wholesome like it's not it's not what most people think, you know, it's just naked people. Yeah. It's not super sexualized at all. No, Which, no. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me, David Sedaris wrote an essay and he might've gone to the Sunnyside resort, um, but right. a nudist one, you know, and again, like it was more just, um, it's very wholesome. That, that it is very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what happens after dark, but certainly, <laughs> you know, doing the a 5k it, on the Sunday, no, Saturday morning, you know it was perfectly wholesome sure um yeah so then we started running and it was a looped course so you did two loops okay um, and it was really really because i'm I, sorry what was it an out and back because i felt like um you, you said that you saw like a, right um part of the loop had an out and back okay um yeah or at least it's kind of was meandering there was like a, a uh like a road island Okay. Like a, you know, grassy strip sure. separated two roads. Um, so you could see the runners coming back towards you, especially if you're slow, like you could, you know, see them. And there were some zippy, zippy runners. Cause when I saw how many runners were there and how many were kind of in my age group, I'm like, Hey, I might actually meddle, but no, I, I did not. Um, but I saw like the, the guy who won did a sub six minute mile, like for a 5k, like they were fast. Um, <laughs> wanted to race they were there to race they wanted they were there for the race yeah they were not there for the nude experience they were there to run um but watching you know i will say this as a straight woman um i i do enjoy men um 
but watching that many penises flopping around running towards you is it starts to get very funny after a while you have um, a moment where you just like had to like just gather yes I, I did i had a moment where it's just like a that has to be really uncomfortable and b this is hysterical <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear like the Benny Hill uh, wacky sax in your head and it's just like, oh my gosh, people are amazing. People are just amazing. Yeah, well just every, I mean, different shapes and sizes all, right? Oh, totally, totally. Um, and, you know, I think you start to <clears throat> feel much better about yourself when you see that many other naked human bodies. Like, you're just kind of like, you know what, we all have stuff. Yeah. Um, there are no exceptions to the rule. I mean, that's, no. I, I definitely feel that way. Like, well, going back to um, the essay, the 5K that you worked on with Patty for the book. And I remember, right. because I read it so many times, I remember a line about how um, how it was the young people. Yes. Their clothes on. Yes. And our age group, now our age group maybe, um, you know, was so fine taking them off. Because yeah. at this point in your life, you're like, dude, like my body has done so much for me. Yes. Like, kids you know thousands and thousands of miles so much wear and tear like this is who I am right yeah yeah this is what I got uh and it still functions more or less well yeah great yeah you know <laughs> this is awesome but yeah and it, it was just so interesting because you you normally do not get that many um visual cues at one time like that many points of comparison all at the same time. Um, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, even like in the locker room, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously you're gonna, you know, catch a glance of everybody's right. body that, you know, is walking around naked, but you don't have that like prolonged duration of like, hey, we're standing around at the starting line together, naked. Yes. You're running, yeah. and I'm gonna stare at you for 20 feet naked. You know, like I right. My eyes in the locker room because you don't want to be that weirdo who's staring, right? Right. So, right. It also seems like there's something that goes on in the transition between being clothed and being naked. Yeah. Like it feels wrong to watch somebody making that transition. Yes. However, once you're actually there, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, now we're naked. You know, it's like, but it's the transition that's, it's kind of like, oh, weird. Yeah. I don't want to stare during this. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's talk a few logistics. So, um, Race started a little bit later, right? It was around. Yeah. Is that right? Yes, it started at uh, ten. Yeah. Um, it actually started at ten fifteen. By the time everybody got kind of wrangled and and ready to go. Okay. Um, and it was a Saturday in late August in Pennsylvania, which meant that it was seven million degrees. Uh, the sun was up, and it was humid, really, oh. really humid. Um. <laughs> And the thing that you don't realize, or I didn't realize, was how much sweat wicking fabrics deal with. <laughs> so by the time I was done, I was like, actually about halfway through, and usually I wipe my face on my shirt. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no shirt. Okay. Uh, and my arm is all sweaty. And like, I have nothing. Um, so I noticed that the, the runners who had done this a few times carried a small towel with them to kind of just scrub everything off. Yeah. So that would be something I would recommend. Because literally by the time I got to the car, I looked like I had been in a, in a pool like three seconds earlier. I was just soaked. Um, so logistically, uh, grab a towel or something that you can kind of 
wipe yourself off with because it can get pretty gross. But wicking fabrics are, I did not realize how great they were. Until. It's kind of like the pandemic. Yes. Appreciate things. Like, yeah. You get to go, whatever, to the, the library today. Um, yes. Yeah. So that, and then also I'm curious, did you chafe in places that you don't normally, I mean, you sound, you, you definitely did a good job with your lube. So probably not. Yes. Curious, like if anything popped out. So yeah, I am not a big chafer to begin with. I don't know why. Um, uh, I get lots of other fun running things, but I am just not a big chafer to begin with. Sure. Um, so I managed to get all of the spots. What I did find was that there were spots that I missed with sunscreen. But they were the weird spots. Like I paid careful attention to the things that never get exposed to daylight, but I missed like the back of my neck. Like, you know, it was like that kind of, you know. So you had a little burn from that. Had a little sunburn. Had a little sunburn. Yeah. Um, And so like once you got going, was it just, did you forget that you were naked or were you always aware of that as you were running? Um, That's a good question. I don't know that I ever forgot, forgot that I was naked. I, I certainly stopped caring. Um, I, the first like minute, you know, minute, minute 30, you have a moment where you're like, okay, so here I am, I'm running a 5k naked, everything is jiggling. Um, and then you realize, okay, so it's going to be three and a little miles like this. So let's settle in, um, (laughs) and let's just do this. Uh, and it was like any other race where it takes a little bit for everybody to kind of find their own space. Um, and we were all maintaining our bubbles because again, naked, uh, and pandemic. Um, but it still, it took that little bit of like for the fast people to really get out there and for the slower people to really kind of find their own room. Um, so it was like, it was like a normal 5k in that way. But there is that moment you're like, okay, so I'm going to do this whole thing naked. And this is a 5k. So, it, you know, it's like, a, it's not like a quick little jaunt from here to there. It's like, no, this is, you know, yeah. three miles is three miles. Um Yeah, I never really forgot I was naked, but the fun part is as you run through um, the nudist resort is you start to take in all of the the little details and the things that are exactly the same with any other race, which is like somebody was blasting Eye of the Tiger um, (laughs) from their their little uh, Airstream trailer. Um, Folks were out with cowbells. you know, people were just kind of sitting on their porch watching the craziness as they had their morning coffee. And of course, they're completely naked. Um, I had somebody who was trying to back up his golf cart so he could go down to the pool area. Uh, and I stopped so he could back up his golf cart. And he's like, oh, no, you guys are working far harder than we are. So, you know, we're just going to go get a drink. And I was like, oh, right, we're running a 5K. Right. OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you really, it was just kind of one of those, wow, this is really, this is nuts. This is nuts. People are fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So you finished your two loops check, right. after checking out everything. I mean, um, in a, in a non COVID end of race, do they have like an award ceremony and stuff? Or um, did you have to just take off afterwards? Or how? Um, I personally had to t- take off afterwards. Okay. Um <clears throat> But there was an award ceremony. They do it down by the pool. Um, and the pool is the one area in the entire resort where nudity is required. Um, 
any place else you could be naked, you could be not. That's that is entirely on you. Again, I think it's rude not to be when everybody else is, but that's that's me. Um, but in the pool area, you you it is it is a requirement. But no, they do an award ceremony just like any other five okay. k. Um, yeah, a friend of mine that I met there. It's a long story. Uh, she won fifth in her age group, um, so she got a little a little medal. And they're on ribbons, so you have a place to, to hang them. <laughs> Were there participant medals or no? No, no participant medals. No. Well, and I thought. Uh, they gave out t-shirts out of they gave out t-shirts them to give out like i would think maybe like again this is totally pressing it but like a thong or something like yeah 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 not was yeah no um or like a lanyard for your keys or something um so that was one thing that i was really concerned about was what am i going to do with my car keys like yeah uh i wound up i pulled just the like one key for my key ring that actually goes to my car um and tied it into my shoelace there you go uh, and kind of tucked it into my laces so that it didn't go that it didn't bounce around but you think about the silliest stuff because you're like well I, I can't really run with my phone because i'd have to hold it the entire time um yeah huh okay <laughs> totally curex the final step to better running the past two summers i've told you about curex insoles the number one insole in the run specialty retail market meaning in running stores, it's the top-selling brand of insoles. It's no wonder. Curex RunPro insoles are highly customized and provide dynamic arch support. I know there's a lot of add-to-your-shoe options, yet insoles shouldn't just be cushioning and shouldn't only be stiff like a custom orthotic. Curex delivers the best of both these options. Curex RunPro insoles have flexible support with just the right level of rigidity. They have a thin, low profile, yet still deliver maximum support and comfort. Curex Run Pro insoles are available in three profiles, high, medium, and low. I have high arches, so my feet, knees, hip, and back are grateful I added Curex Run Pro insoles to my shoes and Curex Ace Pro insoles for my, say it with me, pickleball shoes. Okay, okay, they're court shoes. Once you become a believer in Curex Run Pro insoles like me, you'll want to check out the brand's other options. Curex offers the largest line of sport activity specific insoles from Cleat Pro for soccer or baseball, Hike Pro for hiking, Support Step for walkers, and even Work Pro for on their feet professions, plus golf, hockey, and skiing too. Try Curex risk free today. The company offers a 60 day warranty, even if the product has been cut to fit your shoes. Visit curex.us and use code AMR15 for 15% off a pair of Curex insoles. That's C-U-R-R-E-X dot U-S with code A-M-R-1-5 for 15% off. Curex dot U-S, that code A-M-R-15. As I record this, I just flew to Chicago wearing my favorite Rothy's, a sapphire blue loafer called The Driver. And you better believe, two different gals, one at O'Hare, one in the hotel lobby, complimented me on my shoes. Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them and they are supremely comfortable. Rothy's are famous for their chic pointed toe flats, but that's just for starters. They have tons of iconic head-turning designs in sassy yet sophisticated colors. Plus, Rothy's work great with every outfit. I'm wearing mine tomorrow at the run show with one of our tees and yoga pants, then dressing them up for dinner in the city. They're incredibly comfortable, like a slipper. It almost feels like cheating to wear them halfway across the country instead of just around the house. And Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. All their products, shoes, handbags, wallets, and more, are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They've repurposed around 125 million water bottles so far. 
Your favorite new shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash AMR for $20 off your first order. rothys.com slash AMR. Here in my Chicagoland hotel, I just unpacked, including numerous Thrive Cosmetics high-performance beauty and skincare products. I'm going to be meeting and mingling with hundreds of folk at the run show, and I want to look my best. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. They're free of parabens, sulfates, and phthalates, and are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Because I'll still be sporting a mask at the show, I'm all about playing on my eyes with Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. This ultra-lengthening, eye-opening mascara is Thrive Cosmetics' best-selling product. It lasts all day, yet is easy to remove at the end of the day with warm water and a washcloth. No packing eye makeup remover for me. Keeping the focus on the eyes, I love Thrive Cosmetics' Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. It softens, soothes, and deeply moisturizes skin around your eyes while instantly reducing puffiness. I swear I wake up looking more refreshed now that I regularly use it. Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, such as women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. This makes me feel good while working to look good. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash AMR. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash AMR for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash AMR. So would you do it again? First of all, would you do it again or is the thrill gone? Um, I don't feel compelled to do it again. Okay. If somebody was like, oh, I think I'll do it, but I want someone to come with me. I'd be like, eh, all right, fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't feel that same, like doing it once, I had a, a burning desire. Like I was like, I am doing this. Uh, I mean, I could be talked into doing it, it again, but I don't feel like I need to go. I don't feel like I need to. Okay. And do you feel like um, there, and this might be a little deep for this, this topic, but do you have a difference? Um, I mean, not a different relationship with your body is, is way too, way too right. ambitious, but I mean, did it, did it bring any perspective? Did it make you appreciate it more? Like talk a little bit about accepting your body. Where yeah. Like. Um, yeah. So of, of course it did. I mean, it made me appreciate, there may be, it brought a new level of acceptance, I think is the, uh, and you know, I, I, oh, that's my dog. <laughs> Your body, by the way. He likes my body. Um, I've been pretty accepting of my body in the last couple of years. I mean, I did the same thing that everybody, I think every woman does in her, her 20s and 30s is like, oh, there's this little pooch here and there's this jiggly bit over there. Um, and some of that goes away when you have kids, when you get a little older and you realize, you know, this is a body that functions, uh, you know, great, I'll take it. Um, but seeing that many human bodies running and moving, because not everybody ran, it's like any 5k, some people walk it. Uh-huh. Um, it just a new appreciation for how, how incredible it is in the first place to actually even, you know, kind of have a body and be here and be here now. And even though everything's weird and strange and um we're still here you know and we're still um 
still humans. He, he yeah. does, is that Lobo Blanco? That's Lobo Blanco. I, the door got, got shut and he is trapped. Hang on one second. <laughs> he, he agrees with you. He agrees you. He wants to get out. Um, yes. What's that line from, um, you'll know this, from Hamilton? It's a, like, it's a, how wonderful it is to be alive. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, look around, look around, how lucky we, lucky we are to be alive right now. And it's true. I mean, even, so, tr funny story. Um, when I ran the New York City Marathon, I had a little metal tag made that said, look around, look around. Um, kind of as a reminder that, you know, even though this is very, very hard, you're still pretty lucky that, that you know, there are a lot of people who aren't here right now. Um, so I get, you know, so that's kind of the philosophy you, I brought into it, but also it kind of really comes home when you're just like, wow, you know, this is, this is a, a kind of moment in time that you should stop and try and take it all in. Um, even though it's weird and strange and funny and Bouncing you know, buns and all. Yeah. yeah. Bouncing buns and other things and all. Oh, exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you, Adrian, for sharing this. This was a really fun podcast. As you can tell, I was like, probably <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if the sound quality is bad, but um, thanks for taking one for the team. This is also, um, if you want a little bit more, Adrian wrote a beautiful essay uh, that intertwined her dropping her daughter, daughter Maddie off at college with her running the 5k which um and that's on the amr website uh which we'll link to in these podcast notes because uh it brings a whole new level to um what what hard is or what is unexpectedly hard i guess yeah, yeah. Um, well cool well um next time you have an adventure we're here to hear about it <laughs> i think i'm running out of things so you know maybe in the show notes or in the comments somebody should suggest bizarre things that you could do i can do are you entered burrow racing I actually would love to do burrow racing. That sounds actually like a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to run an ultra, so I'm drawing a line. Like anything longer than a marathon, I don't even want to do another marathon. Like I, yes. there is my line. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so like burrow marathon, something with adventure. Yes. Right. All right. We got your qualifications. Yep. Take good care, Adrian, and we'll talk to you. You too. All right. Okay. Bye.